Good morning, good day, good evening. This is DJ Spats on Radio Sport at radiosport.online on the 11th of April 2022. This is Daily Sports News. Я на тій дорозі розминуся з полем, Кануню минуле, нірки зажур. Но кохання вічне, знов моя любове, Пройшують співи золотий зозуль. На-на-на! Кажуть, вертатись не гоже, тільки я мушу вертатись. Довга дорога поможе, найтись і відшукати. Я на тій дорозі розвинувся з полем, Кануню минуле, нірки сажу. Но кохання вічне, знов моя любове, Пройшують співи золотих зозу. Топорі, як луки, трави шумлять на узбіччі. Довга дорога розлуки стане дорогою стрічі. Я на тій дорозі розминуся з полем, Кажуть, у минуле дірки зажуть. кохання вічне, знов моя любов. Nadrabini in the song called Dolga Doroga, The Long Road. It is uh, indeed uh, the long road to freedom uh, for Ukraine, and we're obviously supporting them in that strive for freedom. Uh, it is a long road until the end of the Formula One season for the drivers of Formula One who uh, transferred to Australia, to Melbourne, uh, to compete in the Australian Grand Prix for the first time uh, since 2019, I think two years ago, uh, that um, uh, Grand Prix was cancelled hours before uh, the, uh, the race uh, due to pandemic. Since then, uh, the uh, drivers have not competed in Australia, and they love to do that after these uh, questionable locations for Formula One in Bahrain and uh, Saudi Arabia, where uh, most of the drivers uh, have uh, expressed their frustrations uh, at the fact that the Formula One owners, Liberty Media, organize these uh, races in uh, dubious places such as Saudi Arabia, where uh, Yemeni rebellions uh, launched a rocket attack on the oil 
oil fields just 10 miles away from the uh, circuit and then uh, uh, four hours of discussion followed between the drivers whether or not even to compete in Saudi Arabia and then Lewis Hamilton after the race said he couldn't wait to get out but this time everyone was happy that they were uh, able to compete again in Albert, Albert Park in Melbourne in the street circuit 420,000 fans Australian fans who were hungry uh, for Formula One gathered uh, to watch and to witness an imperious, uh, untouchable performance of Ferrari's Charles Leclerc, who took victory at the Grand, uh, Australian Grand Prix with almost carefree insurance. And that's what uh, uh, The Guardian wrote. Ferrari have delivered the car and Leclerc demonstrated definitively in Melbourne the sure touch of a champion in waiting. Indeed, will uh, will that be the season for Charles Leclerc? Ferrari, remember, they pretty much gave up on the two previous seasons because they were preparing themselves for these regulation changes and they delivered the car and Charles Leclerc was best, uh, both in qualifying and in the race. And also uh, during the time when the safety car was introduced uh, at uh, Albert Park, but still, uh, he kept his cool. Uh, he was attacked by uh, Max Verstappen, but Max Verstappen has got a fast car, but not a reliable car, and that is an issue uh, for Red Bull, who already had to retire two cars, both of the cars in the uh, um, inaugural Grand Prix at uh, uh, Bahrain, and now Max Verstappen had to retire his car. This time it was another issue with fuel, not with the fuel pump, but with something else, and Max Verstappen was extremely frustrated. He was fighting. He was uh, um, fighting for uh, trying to challenge um, uh, for Charles Leclerc but was unable to do so because he had to retire his car. Now Max Verstappen uh, had to see uh, Sergio Perez finish in the second place even though he was driving the same uh, car, Red Bull, but uh, some somehow uh, there was no problem with his car but he's being, being challenged now also also by Mercedes, who have got a, um, a car that is certainly worse than Ferrari or uh, Red Bull, but still uh, is more reliable than Red Bulls. George Russell finished in third place. He finished on the podium and Lewis Hamilton came fourth. So now, after the three races, George Russell and Lewis Hamilton are in front of Max Verstappen in the championship race. That is unbelievable. 71 points, Charles Leclerc, and he's got a command, a, a very commanding lead. But George Russell sits in second place on the 37 points, and Hamilton now is on 28.3 points in front of Max Verstappen. And certainly Max Verstappen doesn't like that. The lead, obviously, by Charles Leclerc is well-deserved. Uh, Ferrari has got a reliable car, uh, and uh, the 24-year-old from Monaco is in the league of his uh, of his own. Uh, he led by a full 20 seconds at the flag and had also the fastest, uh, fastest lap. His car ran like a clockwork and was the class of the field. Red Bull will have to do some more rethinking, some more soul-searching. Double did not finish in the first race, and now Max Verstappen had to retire his car for the second time in this championship. We are already miles behind, said Max Verstappen. I don't even want to think about the championship fight at the moment. I think it is more important to finish races. We didn't even finish the race, so it's pretty frustrating and acceptable. These kinds of things... If you want to fight for the title, cannot happen. For Mercedes, obviously, there was a little more optimism, although um, they are still one full one second behind uh, every lap. So um, the Mercedes team principal Toto Wolf had to acknowledge that that uh, they were about a one second behind, but celebrated the return that his two drivers were delivering with difficult machinery. Seeing Lewis and George perform at an exceptionally high level today with a tool 
that is clearly not on the pace of the leaders is another example of the spirit of this team, he said. Um, they can only hope to improve for um, for the car because at the moment the car is simply not a compet no, not competitive. We've got a very strong car, a very reliable car too, and for now we've always been there. So uh, I hope it continues like this. This is what uh, Charles Leclerc said. If it does, then we probably have chances for the championship. In terms of other places, McLaren's Lando Norris was fifth, Daniel Ricciardo was in sixth place, Esteban Ocon was seventh for Alpine, Valtteri Bottas in eighth for Alfa Romeo, Alfa Romeo obviously are driving with Ferrari engines, Pierre Gasly was ninth in Alfa Tauri, and uh, Alex Albon was impressive, tenth for Williams, points for Williams and Alex Albon. After the race, Lewis Hamilton uh, was um, frustrated. Uh, we needed now. He urged uh, Mercedes to make vast and fast improvements. He demanded more from his Mercedes team if they were to keep any hope of competing for this year Formula One championship. The seven-time champion was fourth at the Australian Grand Prix and is more than aware that the gulf remains between Mercedes and frontrunners Ferrari and Red Bull. Hamilton now trails Leclerc by 43 points after three races, which is an enormous deficit. And this deficit cannot be addressed unless Mercedes solve the car aerodynamic jarring. They've got a problem on the straights. The car is not behaving properly. I have got to keep that encouragement and energy high. I will be on Zoom calls with our bosses, really trying to rally them up. It is about making sure we leave no stone unturned, that the hunger is there and that we are maximizing every moment. I will be chasing the people in the wind tunnel, the aerodynamic guys, and just looking at every single area. This is what Hamilton said, unhappy with the car, but obviously probably happy with the fourth place. The British driver also clarified a radio call he made during the race, appearing to show frustration that Russell had been able to pass him by taking a pit stop under the safety car. You guys put me in a really difficult position, he said uh, over the radio, but he then said that that remark was not aimed at what was perceived as a driver feeling unfairly treated, but it was uh, related to the car issue. I, I couldn't race um, for position because the car was overheating, so I had to back off. I mean, obviously, uh, that probably is not really true, but that's he got out of that difficult question posed by uh, journalists. Uh, Australia have got their uh, uh, Formula One back and apparently Melbourne is regarded by locals as the capital uh, of the sporting world but with Formula uh, 1 coming back it indeed was the, the capital of the world over the weekend uh, they had these uh, nice banners Go Ricardo this was a Heineken ad but obviously uh, gauging on um, gouging on um, um, Ricardo, obviously the local hero uh, who came sixth and that probably is a good result for the Australian but uh, uh, 420,000 people 420,000 spectators uh, after the pandemic turned up at Albert uh, Park this is the street race uh, in Albert Park, one can actually drive through that uh, uh, circuit but uh, there is a 50 km per hour limit so you wouldn't be able to race it but at least you can do uh, a, a circuit once uh, unless uh, unless you decide to uh, play golf because there's a golf course just around that uh, circuit so you can do a lot of things but uh, during uh, the race uh, you can be one of the 420,000 people packed uh, at that circuit following the best drivers in the world this is what happened in Melbourne they are happy that uh, finally uh, in their minds the pandemic is over even though there is like 9,000 new infections uh, every day uh, in in Melbourne in Australia but uh, they were still happy that they can follow their favorite uh, sport at Albert Park uh, they, they could also follow the win of Ferrari and I'm sure there's many uh, Tifosis in uh, Melbourne uh, who would be who would have been very happy 
with the Charlotte Clerks win. We are also very happy and we dedicate him a song, Red Red Wine, uh, to uh, reflect that red color uh, of uh, the Ferrari horse. UB40 Red Red Wine. We saw the sea of red in Melbourne Albert Park when Charles Leclerc won the Formula One Grand Prix in Australia. A number of interesting matchups uh, in the English Premier League. Everything started already on Friday with uh, a game between Newcastle and Wolverhampton. Newcastle with uh, new owners from Saudi Arabia. They are now owned by Mohammed bin Salman, uh, the um, ruler or the uh, prince of uh, Saudi Arabia who's got blood on his hands when he ordered the killing of uh, the Washington Post journalist Jamal Khashoggi but still were able to invest and now own Newcastle after he put uh, some uh, blood-stained money into this club they are now able to avoid relegation and they were also able to beat Wolverhampton on Friday by scoring from penalty Chris Wood in the 72 second minute scored the only goal in that game. The Saturday started with an interesting matchup between Everton, who are trying to avoid the relegation. First one since, I think they were last in the second division in 1954, when Winston Churchill was still the Prime Minister 
of um, uh, Great Britain uh, and uh, they were last relegated in 1951 so they're trying to avoid that uh, they were playing against Manchester United on Saturday uh, at noon Manchester United with still chances of achieving the top four and uh, um, Champions League next season but they just did not turn up for that game uh, David De Gea was extremely unhappy with the performance and with the uh, attitude of Manchester United. He labelled Manchester United a disgrace uh, after the hopes of Champions League, uh, Champions League qualification pretty much faded with the dismal performance, 1-0 defeat at uh, a relegation threatened Everton. United suffered a third defeat in five matches uh, and uh, the only goal was a deflected Anthony Gordon's uh, goal despite uh, Jordan Pickford who played well uh, but uh, Manchester United really failed to test seriously the Everton keeper during most of uh, that game Everton who conceded uh, three goals at Burnley in midweek they were more hungry uh, for that game. Uh, De Gea did not hold back his comments. He said they played Wednesday and they were tired, but they had more desire than us. And that is absolutely not acceptable. Very sad to lose. It is a disgrace from us. We should be winning this game. Ralph Rangnick, the interim coach of Manchester United, concurred with that analysis. Pickford did not have a save to make between the 12th and 81st minute. It's not so difficult to see that this was our biggest problem, said uh, Ralph Rangnick. If you don't score in 95 minutes against a team who conceded three goals against Burnley, it is difficult to explain. For us, as a coaching staff, it is difficult to understand why we didn't create more chances in a game like this. The first 25 minutes, we were in full control of the game. Saying that, in those 25 minutes, we didn't take enough advantage of that dominating period, especially on our left side. I would have wished to create more overlaps and underlaps and exploit the space more than we did. We had our moments and could have scored in the first 25 minutes, but in that, that period of the game, I would have wished us to be more penetrating. You could literally feel they were crumbling after that result, after Burnley. Quite logically, they are not full of confidence, but we didn't take advantage. And the first shot on goal, a deflected shot, changed the game and changed the atmosphere. Second half, they just Defended, and we were not able to break down that wall. Incredible a performance by Manchester United. They expected to have a different coach after the end of the season, and it's supposed to be Ajax Eric Ten Hag. And Rangnick is supposed to be staying as a consultant only. A new manager will come, and it doesn't matter if it will be announced in 5, 15, or 20 days. The players should be eager to play international football, and if possible, Champions League football. But as long as we play like today, we don't deserve it. That's what uh, Ralph Rangnick said. That win obviously will provide a much needed respite for the manager of Everton. Frank Lampard is not doing really well as a coach of premiership clubs. He wasn't really performing well at Chelsea and now at Everton is not doing that well but that win is creating some space between him between Everton and the relegation zone. In other games played on a Saturday, we had some surprising results and some uh, some expected results. The surprising result came uh, when Arsenal were beaten at home by Brighton, one goal to two. Brighton, without the Polish international Jakub Moda, who's probably out for the season, uh, were uh, really uh, playing badly and scored the only goal uh, pretty much towards the end of the game. Uh, one goal only and the loss at home to Brighton. Uh, how about the rivals uh, Tottenham who are playing uh, who are playing for the top four 
Tottenham are in top form recently, even though Antonio Conte was saying that the team is not... Uh, uh, hasn't got enough quality for the top four. This time, he praised Tottenham performance. He he praised the improving mentality. And Song Heung-min uh, scored three goals. He had a hat-trick. He scored the first goal in the third minute. Uh, then Dejan Kulusevski scored in the 50th. Then uh, Song Heung-min scored two more goals in 66 and uh, 71st minute. Four goals to nil at Aston Villa. Steven Gerrard will not be happy with the performance of his team and obviously uh, the Polish international Matikash won't be happy either with the performance of the whole defence uh, because conceding, uh, conceding four goals at home to Tottenham is not a result they would have hoped for. So uh, uh, Tottenham are probably now hot favourites to be that fourth team uh, to qualify for the, for the Champions League. Antonio Conte had to change his mind. Uh, he got uh, Kulusevski and Bentancur in that transfer window in January. He wasn't happy with that. He was hoping for more. But uh, suddenly uh, Tottenham are a hot team uh, winning everywhere pretty much. So Tottenham are in the top uh, position to get uh, that uh, top four spot. Uh, Southampton were hosting Chelsea and uh, they could have hoped for a good result since Chelsea lost at home to Brentford uh, 1-2-4 and then they lost at home to Real Madrid. So at St. Mary's Stadium they were all hopeful but uh, that hope didn't last for long. Marcos Alonso scored in the 8th minute then Mason Mount scored 2 goals Timo Werner 2 goals and Kai Havertz another one. 6 goals to nil for Chelsea. That sounds like a good preparation for their visit to Real Madrid maybe and not everything is yet lost for that team. Brentford continued their brilliant form after beating Chelsea four goals to one away. This time they um, hosted West Ham. West Ham obviously were tired after that game midweek against Sevilla. They were obviously down to 10 men. They had to defend the result. They probably pretty much got a good result, one all. So they'll be traveling to Sevilla to try to advance to the semi-final of the European competition. But uh, the visit to Brentford could not be regarded as a successful one. Uh, Christian Eriksen, who just returned uh, to Premiership. Uh, he was pretty much uh, ruling the midfield and uh, guided Brentford to uh, a 2-0 victory. And Brian Bemo scored in the 48th minute and Ivan Tony scored in the 64th. When Ivan Tony scores, Brentford wins. And now they created some space between themselves and the relegation zone. Christian Eriksen is back and he's playing so well. And only a year ago, he was resuscitated on the pitch. Uh, during the game between Denmark and Finland for 10 minutes by the doctors and they couldn't then, then couldn't continue his career at Internationale since someone who has got a heart defibrillator couldn't play in Serie A but was given a chance by the Danish owners of uh, Brentford and uh, that uh, decision paid off for Brentford. Brentford, since the return of Christian Eriksen, are playing much better and I think they are uh, getting uh, to a safe place and they probably will avoid the relegation zone altogether and Christian Eriksen possibly is going to play also uh, at the um, uh, World Championships because he already played uh, some time uh, during the uh, friendly international for Denmark. Uh, another team that is threatened with relegations Leeds United who played um, a team that is probably already uh, destined to go down. Watford were hosting Leeds United but uh, Leeds uh, since their sacking of the coach they have not been really playing well but this time uh, they knew that this is a six-point game. Rafinha scored in the 21st minute. Moreno Rodrigo added another one in the 73rd. And Jack Harrison made uh, it made it sure that Leeds United will create some space between themselves and the relegation zone. And probably uh, that defeat for Watford meant that sealed their fate. They probably are going down. Three goals to nil for Leeds United. And Jesse Marsh, the new coach of uh, Leeds United, will be happy with that performance would be happy with that result it was a must win and uh, their team and the team of uh, 
Leeds United delivered in other games played on Saturday Leicester beat Crystal Palace two goals to one uh, so Crystal Palace couldn't continue their great form against uh, Arsenal uh, now uh, they lost against Leicester Norwich who are destined to go down still managed to get a good result two goals to nil against Burnley uh, this was a, a good result for them but uh, I'm afraid this may be too little too late Pierre Meloku scored in ninth minute and Temi Puki scored in the 86th minute for the Norwich for Norwich City. Did uh, the Polish international play in that game? I couldn't see in his in the lineup. Probably, probably not. Uh, how about the most important game of the round yesterday at uh, 4:30 p.m. The game between Manchester City and Liverpool. Only one point between them. Manchester City started that game really, really well. Kevin De Bruyne scored already in the fifth minute. But Liverpool are no pushovers. They were not going to be defending for the full game as Atletico Madrid did. Because they are full of confidence. They know that they've got quality in the lineup And a combination of the whole team and Diogo Jota equalised in the 13th minute. But Manchester City were not done. Gabriel Jesus scored in the 37th minute only for Sadio Mane to come back right after halftime and score scored a goal just immediately after the reintroduction of teams to the pitch. Two goals each and then a brilliant counter-attack and a fantastic strike by Raheem Sterling. However, he was just one foot in front of the defenders. VAR intervened. The goal was disallowed. The game remained at two all. And what a game that was. Manchester City were dominating for like five minutes and then Liverpool were coming back and dominating for another five. So they were exchanging blows, but no more goals were scored. Two goals each. That means that the championship race remains incredibly poised. Just one point between them and whoever's going to slip up, they're going to lose the championship. Uh, we'll see. Is it going to be Manchester City or Liverpool? We have to keep in mind that Manchester City have still got to go to Atletico Madrid during the week and defend that 1-0 advantage from their home game. Whereas Liverpool, it seems that their qualifications to the semi-final of Champions League is already sealed after they beat Benfica Lisbon away three goals to one. So a little easier road to the semi-final of Champions League. However, Liverpool are still playing in the FA Cup and Obviously, will be tired through that competition, I'm sure. But uh, Liverpool has got a pretty good squad as well, so they can uh, they can have substitutes for some of these games. Maybe even uh, against Benfica Lisbon, uh, they will not be uh, to the full strength. Maybe uh, Jurgen Klopp will rest some of his starters even during that game. That would be something. Uh, Beastie boys, you got to fight for your right to party. Both Manchester City and Manchester United have got the fight on their hands.
Beastie Boys, you gotta fight for your right to party. The biggest sporting event was happening across the pond, though, uh, at Augusta, uh, at Augusta National in um, uh, Georgia. And I'm not going to talk about the winners of the Masters Tournament, but I'm going to talk about Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, who uh, had a horrific car accident last year uh, after the Genesis Invitational uh, Tournament in California, just outside Los Angeles, on Serpentines of Los Angeles. He had a crash. Uh, the doctors were uh, saving his life, were fighting for his life, then uh, were fighting to save his leg from amputation. Uh, and Tiger Woods uh, had a long, long road to uh, uh, for to to get back to even uh, walking uh, but then his dream was to uh, participate in a competition with his son Charlie that happened in November but uh, he was able to use uh, the, the buggy car uh, the club car to move around the golf course and uh, since as this was a Texas scramble tournament then Charlie could have hit uh, more shots than Tiger uh, after that uh, tournament Tiger was uh, talking to the media saying that he is nowhere near returning to the circuit to the professional golfing and then uh, on Tuesday two weeks ago um, Tiger Woods appeared at Augusta National in Georgia for a practice round and then speculation started whether or not Tiger Woods might participate in this year's master ter- Masters Tournament. Last week on Tuesday, uh, Tiger Woods said, I like to think I am going to play. That's what he said. And and uh, once he said it, that's what he did. In the first round, uh, Tiger Woods managed to get a one under. An incredible performance in which he said he is exactly where he wanted to be uh, in the second round. Uh, after the second round, he was uh, one over but still managed to qualify. He still managed to make to make the cut, which, for instance, Brooks Kepka was unable to, or Bryson DeChambeau was unable to do that. Uh, Tiger Woods was playing uh, through the weekend. Then uh, Saturday came, and uh, really a bad weather cold wind and uh, Tiger Woods shot 78 which is probably the worst score he's ever made in the 24 years he's been playing at Augusta National but it didn't really matter on Sunday uh, he also scored 78 visibly uh, he was dragging his leg uh, towards uh, when he was walking on the uh, 18th uh, fairway but uh, he had a, a broad smile on his face the fans were cheering uh, he uh, was uh, 13 over par for the tournaments uh, in the 47th place and yet he regarded this as one of his greatest achievements in his life. It was an unbelievable feeling, Wood said, uh, when he was back uh, at the uh, Butler cabin, uh, the clubhouse. I wasn't exactly playing my best out there, but just to have the support out there and the appreciation from all the fans, I don't think words can really describe it given where I was a little over a year ago and what my prospects were at that time. To end up here and to be able to play in all four rounds, even a month ago, I didn't know if I could pull this off. This is what Woods said after the tournament. It was an incredible performance by Tiger Woods, visibly uh, having difficulty walking and, and using sometimes driver as his walking stick and still playing really well for the first two rounds. And then obviously tiredness took over. Uh, the doctors did what they could, but uh, obviously the leg was hurting. The swelling was there and I'm sure he was in a lot of pain uh, throughout the weekend. Uh, and uh, asked if this was one of the greatest achievements of his career uh, he responded without a doubt uh, obviously with Tiger Woods being there that changes the perspective uh, on the overall game every fan was uh, uh, really uh, cheering him on uh, but now and now the question is uh, whether or not he's going to compete further and he's just confirmed he is going to be there he's going to be there at the British Open he's going to be there at uh, Santa Andrews, the birthplace of golf. So he's going to continue playing and hopefully he's going to be in a better uh, 
their physical form that his leg rehabilitation will continue and we'll see him at the old course at St. Andrews. It is really the place where he belongs and hopefully he is going to compete even for the wind, for the win and certainly this is something uh, that uh, we wish uh, wish him uh, all the best obviously all the others will try to do um, uh, just as well but uh, Tiger Woods is, has got a fight uh, on his own and he's winning that battle and uh, he's a hero David Bowie heroes Tiger Woods is certainly a hero being able to play after this horrific crash when he had his leg almost amputated and now he is back and he even made the cut he played over the weekend four rounds on the hilly terrain of Augusta National in Georgia. A lot has been happening uh, over the weekend in uh, continental football as well. Uh, Atletico Madrid uh, were preparing themselves for the return leg of the Champions League uh, quarterfinal against Manchester City. But those preparations suffered a setback after being uh, beaten by Mallorca to end their six-game winning streak in La Liga. 
uh, Diego Simeone rested a number of players before that Wednesday matchup with Manchester City, but Atletico struggled to find the rhythm uh, against the uh, Mallorca team who are fourth bottom and they were on a run of seven consecutive league losses. And yet, the winner was scored in the 71st minute by the Kosovo striker Vedat Muriki, who converted a penalty past Jan Oblak after René do Mandava fouled Pablo Mafeo. We need to do more, we need to do better. Oblak told Movista Plus, yes, we were tired after last Tuesday's game at Manchester City when we didn't play a good game. It was disappointing a result, but there is no excuse. They are fighting for survival and came to the game with a purpose. We should have expected that and be up to our standards. So uh, after that game, Atletico were fourth on uh, in the table on 57 points. Uh, level with Barcelona who are playing on Sunday. Real Madrid in the meantime managed to beat Hetafe to goals to nil so their preparation uh, for the return leg uh, against uh, Chelsea uh, was okay so they extended their lead at the top to 12 points. In Italy, Inter Milan beat Hellas Verona to goals to nil and closed the gap on the Serie A leaders to just one point. Milan were playing on Sunday. Two goals in the first half put them beyond the visitors with Nicolo Barella who scored and then Edin Dzeko and had added another one. Juventus managed to um, get back uh, after the slow start. Uh, they fell behind when uh, Joao Pedro struck the stroke for the hosts uh, into a 10th minute lead. Uh, and then Juventus circled twice through Matthias De Ligt and uh, Dusan Vlahovic, uh, who scored 15 minutes from time. So Juventus uh, keep uh, fighting for the top four uh, spot in uh, the Serie A. Bayern Munich needed a penalty in the 82nd minute from Robert Lewandowski to beat Augsburg just one goal to nil. But that, mean, that means that they have got now nine points uh, advantage uh, at the top of Bundesliga uh, but they will have to concentrate probably a little more on the Champions League return leg against Villarreal since they lost uh, in the first leg uh, one goal to nil so uh, they will be obviously judged by the Champions League performance since they win Bundesliga pretty much every year but uh, uh, they still are winning in the Bundesliga and obviously they are on a motorway uh, to another Bundesliga win. As far as the Sunday games are concerned, we had Barcelona who managed to win in at a time, but they needed that at a time and a goal from Luc de Jong to beat a struggling Levante three goals. To two, Levante began began that game in the 19th place, but took a lead uh, against Barcelona in the 52nd minute. Uh, the captain Jose Luis Morales scored from the spot after Dani Alves fouled in penalty area, and then they had another opportunity to score, but this time Mark Andretschtegen saved the penalty. The visitors quickly made Levante's pay. Pierre Emerick Aubameyang scored a goal. Then Pedri gave Barcelona a lead, but then um, Levante equalized and uh, Barcelona needed that added time goal from Luc de Jong to beat uh, Levante. Uh, this win moves Xavi's side back to the second place. 12 points behind Real Madrid. In Serie A, Fiorentina managed to win against uh, Napoli three goals to two, which obviously will be a setback for Luciano Spalletti's side, uh, who are hoping uh, for the title. But uh, that uh, loss against Fiorentina is not going to help them. Nicolas Gonzalez uh, scored the goal for the visitors in the 29th minute, and uh, although Dries Mert leveled and uh, Jonathan Icone uh, scored a nice goal uh, so Victor Osimhen pulled one back six minutes from time but it was too little too late and uh, 
Fiorentina were successful in that game. Milan only managed to get a draw, which means that they've got only two points advantage over second place Inter, and Inter will be fighting for that championship till the very end. Roma continues a good form. Chris Smalling scored a goal and gave Roma a lead over Salernitana. Lazio beat Genoa four goals to one with Ciro Immobile scoring a hat-trick and in Bundesliga RB Leipzig boosted their Champions League ambitions with a 3-0 win over Hoffenheim. A good performance by RB Leipzig. Marseille in France stayed on to finish second with a 2-0 home win against Montpellier. Nice uh, continued the poor form as they lost three goals to nothing at Lyon despite playing with an extra man for like 40 minutes. So Montpellier uh, are in good form and uh, probably will finish a second behind Paris Saint-Germain. But it is Bayern Munich who are on the motorway to the next uh, Bundesliga championship. Kraftwerk Autobahn. Autobahn, Bayern Munich are on a motorway to their next Bundesliga championship. We did talk about the hero, Tiger Woods, so it's only just, only appropriate that we now talk about the villain or an idiot. Um, 
Kyrgios, yes, Nick Kyrgios, he continues to um, uh, amaze, amaze me actually, uh, because the, he's invited by the Americans to all these tournaments in Indian Wells in Miami now in Houston, and every time he just misbehaves, and perhaps this is why is he's invited because the American fans actually like that type of behavior. This time, the Australian was defeated by the American Rayleigh Ope- Opelka in U.S. Clay Court semi-final in Houston, uh, but during the game he uh, has um, behaved uh, really, really badly, throwing obscenities uh, and uh, really swearing badly uh, during, uh, on the court, smashing his racket. He was really fined something like hundred thousand dollars for lo- after losing an Indian Wells in Miami. Could face a further financial penalty after getting knocked out of the uh, U.S. Men's Clay Court Championship in Houston. Then he was uh, throwing obscenities and rowing uh, with uh, rowing with the umpire. Kyrgios may have had some justification for his rants after umpire Joshua Brace admitted he's made a mistake with a call at 5-5 in the second set. But after that key point, which left the score at 30 all, Kyrgios completely lost the plot, losing the next point with a distracted error and after earning his second warning for more on-court swearing, getting docked the point which cost him the game at break point down. He was lucky not to an- another potential game and match losing penalty after he continued to scream out loud fucking and whatever i'm not going to even mention that really really bad behavior by uh, nick Kyrgios. i'm not sure why they tolerate that i'm not sure why they keep inviting uh, him to these tournaments perhaps they like that we don't and we dedicate uh, him a song uh, beirut by beirut no 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 this is what we say to this type of uh, behavior this type this type of antics of an idiot nick Curious. And with Beirut, no, 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 we'll conclude today's sports news. And today is 11th of April 2022. These news are broadcast at Radio Sport at radiosport.online. DJ Spatza says goodbye.